What's going on family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. High-earning millennials are saying that barely... They, they are barely getting by by making $100,000 a year. A recent article that came out on Fortune.com here this week. And while I was reading this article, I really wanted to come and address some things that I was seeing. So in this article, they're saying a six-figure salary is a dream for many workers across the U.S. It's a symbol of success and prosperity that can come with hard work. I always thought making $100,000 was significant, says Claire, who's 27. And when I reached it, I felt like a really, like it was a really, really, really big deal. But then reality has hit, she says, uh, because according to Claire and five other millennials in her cohort, the high earning but not rich yet or Henry class of Americans that Fortune first identified in 2003, just because you make six figures doesn't mean you don't feel a squeeze. And this is where I started really feeling like, wait, what was going on here? Breaking the $100,000 mark puts you well above the average U.S. medium household income of about forty dollars to $50,000 a year. Uh, but as living creeps higher and higher, um, so does expenses. A recent study came out and revealed that nearly 34%, one out of three people in America who make over $100,000 a year, are still living paycheck to paycheck and they're hurting and squeezing. So they're they're pretty much saying in this article that making $100,000 a year is not enough anymore. And respectfully, that's a bunch of BS. All right. Uh, if you are making $100,000 a year, I want to see your budget. So they actually provided us with their budget. And I want to break down their budget for you all real quick. And I want to show you all what they're doing. So Kelly and Andrew, right? They make, uh, send me over to the uh, uh, iPad there, Walter. Uh, y'all, we got a new video guy. His name is Walter. So he'll be joining us, um, joining CJ, my right-hand man. So um, they make, uh, let me just put this in there. Uh, they make $166,000 a year, right? 
This is a year. So I did my math. Um, and if you break this down and pull my paper up here, because I want to make sure I have all this stuff right for you all. So I did my math, right? So this comes out to, let me put my phone over here so I keep it good. This comes out to gross $13,833 a month. This is gross, okay? Net, they're going to see right at about $9,863 a month. All right, so this is what we're going to break down their budget on. On a $9,863,000 a month. Now, you're probably saying, Anthony, how do you know this? Because, hey, um, I'm a money guy, and so I went on to smartassets.com. I typed in their city and state. They live in upstate New York. And uh, so right around taxes, they're going to be, be right at about, what's their tax? 29% tax bracket, right? So 29% is going to put them at $9,863,000. I mean, six hundred. $9,863 a month net is what they're going to see. So right now, let's break down their budget, right? So here's the four things that I really want to focus on. Y'all know me. Uh, we focus on the four walls. So four walls is going to be your house, which is going to be your mortgage payment. Okay, that's number one. Number two is going to be your utilities. Okay, this is what we focus on. Uh, excuse my handwriting. Y'all know me. Number three is going to be food. And then number four is going to be your transportation. All right. So transpo. Put that right there. So those are four things that you need to focus on when you're doing your budget. So let's break this down. All right. So their um, house payment is, uh, y'all remember, I teach to have your house payment at 25% of, the, of your net, right? So their mortgage payment is actually only... I was shocked $1,100 a month, which is good. Okay, so this this checks off. I'm happy with that. All right, so their utilities. Let's go down to utilities. Um, what's their utilities? She pays in utilities $225 a month. Not bad at all. Okay, so we're, we're good here. We're good here. All right, let's go down to food. I need to put food over there correctly. Let's go down to food. Now, food, I thought it was a little high for two people. $780 for two people, all right? Uh, for me, if I'm going to go back, I'm not going to do that. But I'm, I'm going to break down their budget. I'm going to go back and put what I would put in there, all right? So now we come down to food. We got to come down to transpo. Let's come down to transpo. Oh, my gosh, y'all. I screamed when I saw this number. For transportation, they're spending $1,370 a month. Good God. Okay, so this is transpo. Okay, let's keep on going. All right, so then now we got the four walls. So these are our four walls right here, right? Uh, so we got eleven hundred on housing, two hundred twenty-five on on utilities, seven hundred eighty dollars on food, transportation, thirteen hundred dollars a month. Oh my gosh, Lord Jesus! All right, and so after that, let's break down everything else. All right. In her savings account, which I thought was actually uh, pretty good. So she's saving uh, in her saving account right now. They have two thousand um, five hundred dollars. This is pretty good because nearly six percent of people in America don't even have a thousand dollars in their savings account right now. So I, I found that to be pretty, pretty good. Um, then she has. OK, I'm going to break this down. This is extra stuff. These are on top of the four walls um, on their uh, They call this play money. So on their play money. They have, check this out, y'all. Watch this. $1,000 a month, right? That's for their play money. Then their, their debt, their student loans, okay? Student debt. 
she's paying $400 a month, which I'm like, okay, uh, we're going to break this down, right? Then pets, she's at $200, uh, $200 a month. Then her brokerage is at $150 a month. Her FSA, which is almost like your HSA, um, is at $85 a month. And then her subscriptions, I'm going to put sub, um, is at $85 a month. Let me make sure I didn't miss nothing. So discretionary money, her play money, uh, food, we already have that up there. So they got one, two, three, four. Oh, and retirement, I'm sorry, retirement. Uh, their retirement is at $1,000. $360 a month, all right? So this all adds up to uh, their their information. Now, I want to break this down, all right? So let me see if I can change my color here uh, for me. All right, so I'm going to come over here and put me into green. So let's break down this budget, and then this is why I'm saying, you guys, this is why it's very, very important when it comes to really knowing your money and practicing what I preach because it, this will help you, all right? So here's my first red flag, right? Let me come down here and put red. Here's my very first red flag. They still have student loans, okay? Right now, um, when I look look at the, and you'll be able to see this, you can go and look at it as well. Uh, they have $64,000 in student loan debt. So don't forget, I still follow the baby steps that Ramsey Solution teaches. Yeah, baby step number one is go ahead and put $1,000 in an emergency fund. I believe you should go ahead and have one month um, in your emergency fund, especially in today's day and time. Uh, once you get to that number, boom, pause, and then go ahead and attack all your debt using a debt snowball. Before we do anything else, we're going to get out of debt. We have a cushion on the emergency fund to at least buy us at least a month to live to find another job so we don't have to go back into debt. If you have debt, you should not be one. You should not be investing into retirement, right? Uh, and you should not um, really be having a brokerage account. No brokerage account. You need to take that out. And those subs need to have it down. But we won't break it all down. So that's the first red flag for me. I see that she is... Uh, spending money in different places that I just would not spend. So here's what I would do. All right. So for me, if I'm me, I like this. This is good. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to change that color uh, because I don't like that color. Um, I like this. Um, I like this iPad. I feel like I'm really teaching. All right. So here, the mortgage payment is good uh, because technically uh, with her, with them making right at about $9,800 a month, she could be right around a $2,000 uh, mortgage payment. That's I'm happy with that. That's great. She's saving money there. Utilities, I'm happy with that too. I would spend the same money over there. Now, food, I would come down for two people. Right now, I would come down to $500 a month. You know, I'm one person. I eat a lot. I eat three, four meals a day, but I'm strategic with how I'm grocery shopping for one person. I'm only spending about two hundred dollars on food. So I'm kind of being kind here at five hundred dollars. Right. So five hundred dollars right there. I'm there. Transportation. Hell no. I'm sorry to say it. I'm not spending thirteen seventy on car notes. Right. Oh, no, I'm getting rid of that. That's a part of my debt that I'm attacking. So I'm going to get rid of the car notes, right? And, and if y'all are living together in New York and, and I'm selling one car right now immediately and I'm going to live off of one and I'm going to aggressively attack that. So if we split this, if we split this car note into half, if we split this car note um, into half at 1370, right? Uh, let's divide it into two. 
Uh, hold on, 1370. Give my math here. 1370. Divide that into two. 685. So let's just say they have a $600 car note, right? $600 car note because they're going to sell one and get rid of the other one. Boom. Great. Play money. Right now, you're in $64,000 worth of debt. You don't have time to be spending $1,000 a month on getting out uh, on play money. No, no, no. Take that down to $250. You and your husband, y'all need to be dating at the house. Dad going uh, date, fun, play money, clothes money. No, you're still drowning in $64,000 worth of debt, making $166,000 a year. Okay. So we don't have time for that. Your student loan payments, that's going to go up tremendously. But we're going to come back to that. Pets, I understand I have a dog. She's going to cost me money. It's another child, pretty much. Uh, brokerage account, I'm not investing nothing into the brokerage. Why? Because I'm still in debt. FSA, I'm cool with that uh, because that's health. So $85 a month into that, I'm cool with that. Uh, your subscriptions, I'm bringing that down to $25. Um, and then their retirement, I'm pausing retirement. I'm not stopping. I'm pausing retirement. So I'm putting $0 into that. All right, so let's do the math here. Let's go all the way back up. We're going to have $1,100, boom, uh, $225, boom, $500, boom, $600, boom, right? On their um, on their four walls, they're at $24.25, just on the four walls. Then we'll come down here to play money, $250, boom, right? Um, then I'm not, I'm going to skip over that. Pets, we're still spending $200, boom. We're uh, taking out the brokerage account. We are still putting in $85 a month for our um, health. We're going down to $25 a month for our subscriptions, and we're not investing anything. So the total amount of money going out to live based on my plan is $2,985, right? Watch this. Watch this, y'all. They got 9863 So this is what I'm going to do. We're going to subtract... Nine thousand. What is the math? Uh, eight sixty-three. Okay. The nine thousand should be up top, but y'all know what I'm doing here. Okay. So what do we get here? So if we do nine thousand eight hundred sixty-three thousand, nine thousand minus two thousand nine hundred eighty-five dollars, that puts us at what's this math? Six thousand eight hundred and seventy-eight dollars a month. To live off of and they can come back up here put it towards their debt so they have a surplus of six thousand eight hundred and seventy eight dollars that they can put towards their debt sixty four thousand dollars right divided into six thousand let's just say an even six thousand dollars let's just say they come up with something right it will take them ten ten months to get out of debt. You can put it back on me. 10 months. 10 months out of debt. This year, they could be out of debt if they aggressively attack it. If we add in the other $800 um, on that, they'll ask, it'll break it down to about maybe right at about eight months. Right at about eight months, they'll be out of debt. So when I hear people saying that they cannot live off of $166,000 a year because their combined income is that. A family. Two people. No children. Just a dog. When I hear people say I cannot live off of $100,000 a year, what I hear is you're not stewarding your money correctly. So I want to give you four quick steps, four quick steps on how to really, really 
uh, prioritize your spending and really win when it comes to it. Here's number one. I want you to prioritize your budgeting. As you can see here, if you really just break down the math, if you really just break down and, and really write it on paper, it's easy to see where your money is going. And if you follow a proven strategy, which is step number two, follow a proven strategy, you know, when it comes to getting out of debt, when it comes to building wealth, always when it comes to building out of debt, I think the best strategy is Financial Peace University inside of Ramsey Plus over there at RamseySolutions.com. When it comes to building wealth, you can rock with people like myself. You can rock with Ramsey and them. You can rock with a whole bunch of people. I don't care who you rock with. Earn your leisure. But you got to come up with a proven strategy on how you're going to build wealth and true and lasting wealth. My philosophy is avoid debt, live below your means and invest. Invest properly, right? So once you prioritize your budgeting, once you follow a proven system, uh, then after that, you got to trim unnecessary expenses. We trim so much. You shouldn't be spending $780 in food. I don't care what you say. I'm living in the same day and time as you all. And I just had to be strategic on how I am approaching, watch this, my grocery shopping. One, I'm not going when I'm hungry. <laughs> Two, I'm not shopping for things I just like. I'm shopping in bulk. I'm shopping in wisdom. So you can cut unnecessary expenses. Expenses. Why do you have five different streaming apps? To this day, I'm debt free, got good money. I don't have five different streaming apps. I rock with uh, Hulu and Netflix. That's it. That's it. I don't have Spotify um, and Apple Music. I just have Spotify. I don't have Apple Music. You got to cut unnecessary expenses, right? And then here's the last thing you got to properly save and invest. If you're really going to win in today's day and time, if you're really going to excel, you have to properly save and invest. I'm going to link today's um, this article. I want you to go read it for yourself. And if you're one of the people that is saying, hey, I'm struggling. Hey, I'm, I'm hurting with this uh, when it comes to, you know, living off of $100,000 a year, $80,000 a year. If you're making above $45,000 a year, you're above the average person. There's really no excuse. I don't care. You can talk about the economy. You can talk about inflation. I get it. Here's what I'm saying. You've got to be strategic. Am I saying you're going to be balling? You can do whatever you want to do? No, but can you live? Can you survive? Can you have some breathing room with the right strategy in place, with the right plan in place, following a proven plan, right, and living below your means? Yes, you can have some breathing room. And should you still be striving to to make more income, to make more money? Absolutely. That is one of the reasons why I push uh, building a personal brand so you can have some extra income on the side. You know, um, not just personal brand, but even using an AI system on the side and uh, AI, how you can make some money on the side. So, listen, we're going to drop some links in today's show notes on different ways on how you can make some extra income. You can start a personal brand. I'm hosting a masterclass. I'm a free webinar here uh, uh, today or tomorrow. You could jump on that and you could join it. It's 100% free where I'm going to teach you how you can build a personal brand. If you are saying, hey, you know what? I want to jump in on the AI system and just have work online um, and earn some extra income online using the AI system or uh, maybe doing some testing online. We're going to drop you some PDF, some free eBooks that I said, hey, here are 16 proven ways on how you can generate some extra income. Check out the information in today's show notes. I promise you, it'll bless you. I'm over my time. It's a quick reaction. I'll see you in the next show. See you next time. Peace out.